The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We're joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this the stuff they don't want you to know we are returning from strange adventures. And with us, we bring news, not the mainstream news. The strange news. Uh, we're so glad you're here, folks. We are going to explore issues of self transformation uh, over in Japan. We're going to explore an ongoing dangerous mystery in California. We might talk a little bit about Ecuador. We might even we might even dive into a paranormal story of divorce. But before we do. Any of that, we are going to talk about one of our favorite things ever, the idea of preservation, the idea of saving <laughs> saving human knowledge from the too frequent disasters of human civilization. But where could you where could you put something if you wanted to save so many works of humanity, right? Like where would you put it? I don't know, the Mariana Trench? <laughs> yeah, and if you're nice, uh, James Cameron will take you down there to retrieve it if you change your mind. Hey, perfect. Or some other species that figures out technology to get there might find it, you know, for the purposes of preserving <laughs> that which was humanity. Or you could, you know, just launch it into space, just Ooh. aim in any direction, really, and just shoot it out there. Maybe somebody will find it. Or you could, you know, put it on the moon. Oh, okay. Well, at first you had my attention. Now you have my interest, please. 
Hey, yeah, but we're we're actually not talking about uh, human knowledge preservation or the preservation of the human race, if you will. We're talking about the preservation of human creativity because uh, in the case of the Lunar Codex, which is the first thing we're going to talk about today, uh, it's works of 30,000 artists, writers, musicians, and filmmakers from 157 countries that are going to be launched in four separate time capsules and go to the moon. They're going to be launched and go to the moon. And this is really happening? Uh, well, ale- allegedly it's happening. It's the work of a man named Samuel Peralta. And it is a, a project, I suppose. Maybe we could call it right now. Reading from The Guardian's Lunar Codex, digitized works of 30,000 artists to be archived on moon. Uh, it is saying that it's a real thing that's going to happen, <laughs> at least. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like the gold disc and all that stuff, you know, that Carl Sagan was involved in sending out to space in the hopes that some advanced civilization might be able to play it. Yeah. It's like a gold record, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the gold record and Voyager and all that stuff is is fascinating because, again, it gives kind of a snapshot of humanity from a chemical, biological, uh, intelligence, cultural, cultural yeah. factor. In this case, it's it's really precisely aimed at culture, but there is some cool mathematical stuff in the music that you could probably glean, right, if you were to just discover some of the pieces that are going to be included in that. But ultimately, uh, and, and this is... This is what Peralta says on the website for Lunar Codex, which is lunarcodex.com. He says, our hope is that future travelers who find these time capsules, again, he says future travelers, will discover some of the richness of our world today. It speaks to the idea that despite wars and pandemics and climate upheaval, humankind found the time to dream, to create art. Love it. Dare to dream. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, there's really there's really not much else there. It's just kind of a positive, cool thing that's happening. A little mm-hmm. message in the bottle to future humans or whatever comes after us. Um, probably robots, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or, or some sort of fungal life form. Uh, Matt, I see on uh, the website you shared with us, lunarcodex.com, uh, that Peralta says he did already purchase payload space. Yeah. Which puts this puts this streets ahead to quote community streets ahead of other similar projects from the past. Streets ahead, man. Is that a thing? It is now. Well, if you don't know, your streets ahead. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's really cool stuff. Oh, I did want to read one other thing from the Guardian article here. They were talking about how it's going to be stored. Here we go. Uh, it's going to be digitized and stored on memory cards. So first of all, when you find it, you got to be able to read one of the memory cards. Maybe they'll have a reader, you know, packaged Mm. within the thing just for help with a little USB (laughs) 2.0 that surely (laughs) some robot in the future will be able to plug into itself. Uh, But yeah, they'll definitely still have a USB one port. Yeah, yeah. Robots (laughs) of the future are using, they're on a TB3 at this point, TB4. Mm -hmm. Need a dongle for that, yeah. Uh, Maybe USB-C, okay? Jeez, I don't know. There's also going to be some laser etching onto Nanofiche, which sounds awesome. (laughs) A.K.A. Tiny Fish. (laughs) Even tinier than Micro. Mm -hmm. Sorry, whenever I hear Fish, I just picture little little swimmy boys, you know? I know it's not the same. (laughs) Tiny Salmon. All right, well, hey, let's let's continue going 
tiny, maybe not nano-sized, but micro-sized, and move on to human cells, specifically cancer cells and the cancer cells of one Henrietta Lacks, who we have spoken about on this show many a time, and to some really exciting news when it comes to the family of Henrietta Lacks. Let me set you guys up to really just quickly tell the story of Henrietta Lacks in a, in a shortened manner. Um, Henrietta Lacks is a woman who was being treated for cancer in the early 1950s. In 1951, she passed away in Baltimore, and um, some, some sampling of her cancerous cells, uh, they were used early on for testing, and it turned out that these cells continued to live and continued to be able to be reproduced in laboratory settings. So basically the original samples from this woman, Henrietta Lacks were reproduced so many times over so many years. We're talking about they're still being used today and grown today. Uh, Mm -hmm. They use them to create things like the polio vaccine to develop the polio vaccine because they had uh, human cells to run tests on. Um, and again, in huge amounts, because these things would just continue to reproduce in a laboratory setting. They were used by, I think a bunch of groups because Thermo Fisher scientific specifically was selling these cancer cells. They were profiting from them without the family's consent. The mm. first immortal, technically the first immortal human cells uh, were quickly, First, they were researched by a guy named George Otto Gray, and then they were monetized. And no one, no one talked to Henrietta before she passed away about this. No one talked to her family. Uh, yeah. And in a very real way, this person has saved millions of lives. I believe that was actually the name of the, the biopic uh, starring Oprah Winfrey, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Which was a book written by Rebecca Skloot, and that was from 2010. Yeah, that's how we found out about it in the first place. It was that book originally uh, when we were talking about it way back in the day on stuff they don't want you to know. And it is just really amazing because the news is the family has settled with Thermo Fisher Scientific. It's been an ongoing court case for quite a while. And, you know, it was it was argued by Thermo Fisher, at least within court, that this family had no standing to have any you know suit against them, basically. And the family was saying, hey, come on. That's how I'm summing up the argument. Like, come on. Like the story is now in the public record. You probably owe the family something. And it looks like the family has gotten something. Nothing has been made public as of yet as to what that settlement actually looks like and, you know, when it would be paid out and any really any details. It's just really great news that something has occurred to give, I don't know, a little bit of justice for this woman that was taken advantage of in life and, you know, for 70 years after her death. Yeah, well said, Matt. I I believe from what I understand, when I first heard about this story, I think it was in CNN, um, she has or her family has reached a confidential settlement. So there may be an NDA of some sort, which means uh, the public may never know. Uh, But I I saw a statement I want to say from uh, Henrietta Lacks's grandson that said on her 103rd birthday, we got justice. And it's a question, too. Uh, full disclosure, folks, the three of us have birthdays in quick, quick succession. Uh, and I wonder 
how birthdays count if you're Henrietta Lacks, because a part of you is still alive and saving the world. That's really weird. Question for another day. That's really weird. Um, Guys, I don't have a lot else to add uh, with either of these stories. I just think they're both actually pretty good news. And I appreciate yeah. that. Hope, hope we all appreciate no that. <laughs> Agreed. So say we all. Yes. Much needed reprieve from the the hellish news of late, for sure. Yes. Well, let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. And we return with another piece of good, good news, good boy news. It's, it's good for somebody, <laughs> I guess. Um, if you're into just living your best life, you know, who are we to begrudge anybody? Whatever that that looks like for them. Uh, this story made kind of went viral, I think, some months ago. Ben, I, I know you'd seen it uh, about Toko, uh, who is an anonymous in- Japanese individual who has become dog. Uh, mm. Well, okay, let's uh, let's a little hyperbolic, perhaps. And, and honestly, this is also a story about 
you know, spreading fake news over uh, sources like TikTok. You know, the original uh, reporting on this Toko situation where man undergoes surgery to become a, a rough collie, which is a, speci- a, a breed of collie. I didn't know. Rough collie. Uh, I thought rough was just the sound they made when they barked. A little <laughs> tiny rim shot. Dad joke. But yeah, it's it, not true. <laughs> no one has yet. Remember the movie Tusk? The, yes. Um, really... Awful kind of unpleasant uh, Kevin Smith movie. Very un-Kevin Smith of you, Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. about a guy played by Justin Long who is transformed by a mad scientist into a walrus. And it's really gross. And you don't need to see it unless you want to. Unless it's, you love human centipede. It's yeah, it's it's just it's just an unpleasant film. But that's all I'm going to say about it. I kind of scrolled through it just to kind of get the get the highlights. But yeah, not something I would highly recommend. But this is not what happened. What happened is this individual has chosen to remain as anonymous as humanly possible. Humanly possible, huh. just a million of them. Um, just spent a lot of money uh, around. Let's see, uh, two million Japanese yen, um, which equates to about fourteen grand, to have an incredibly uh, lifelike, surreal, bizarre costume made, custom costume made um, that this individual can fit into. Um, followed a bunch of sources on this, a really good YouTube video, Toko the Human Dog, in parentheses, disturbing, uh, from Tuv on YouTube. His girlfriend actually made a drawing where they took a screenshot of, of Toko, which, by the way, this dog situation is all, all, all fours, looks like a dog. Doesn't quite move like a dog, but we'll get to that as well. Looks more um, real than the bear at that Chinese zoo getting all no the question. attention. And that's a real no bear, by the way. question. It's really weird. It's really very real. The The proportions are just right. But again, so this this guy Tuv on YouTube, his girlfriend drew uh, a picture overlay on a screenshot of, of one of uh, Toko's videos showing how a person would have to be kind of positioned in there. And it's like front Arms are front paws, back legs are knees with Ooh. the feet up and tucked mm-hmm. kind of into the butt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys want to get a look, there's a that actually the, um, that makes a ton of sense, Noel, uh, considering yeah. the movement that I've seen on YouTube. The movements, right. Okay, so you're looking at some of the same stuff. This, this, this tub video really collects it all uh, pretty beautifully. And he goes to some not great lengths because one thing about this guy. Toko, and I'm saying guy because to the sound of this individual's voice seems to be a, a, a masculine um, voice. So this person, whatever, gender is irrelevant in general, um, but uh, wants to remain anonymous. Uh, Toko, uh, you know, has done some sort of AMA style videos. There's one in particular that's really funny um, where they're dressed up in the in the dog costume and like scrolling through these like pieces of paper that have ca- captions on them in Japanese and English using their paw and occasionally getting frustrated at not being able to like bend their wrist. So there's a couple of jump cuts where someone clearly helps them <laughs> flip the page. Um, it, it's funny, but it's also disturbing. Matt, you may be referring to some of the images of Toko trying to climb stairs. Well, that one yeah. is upsetting. At the, it's just like the way like those Japanese nightmare demons move and like the grudge. Or there's just something really unwieldy and like inhuman about the movement, obviously, because it's it's not how humans are supposed to move. And this person is, you know, uh, inside this, this strange suit. Um, but, you know, you can look at images, uh, video of, of them zooming into the mouth and you can see very realistic teeth, you know, canines uh, in particular. And the eyes are that of like a dead dog. 
they're just black like a doll's eyes, like their jaw's yeah. eyes. So but you can't Valley. see, yeah, big time. You can't see into the into the. And you can't see any hide nor hair. Told you they were going to be coming. Um, of who this individual is, no indication. There is a reflection of the camera person briefly, and also there's some plain catch kind of moments in some of the videos. And you do see the camera person's hands, but it's really not clear uh, what that person looks like. There's really no information. Um, I'll just add. And then I'd love to hear what you guys' thoughts are. This YouTuber um, did kind of figure out that this individual uh, has a Twitch account and is a really big fan of a Pokemon game. Uh, one in particular, it's like there's so many of those. Arceus? Let's see. No, it's called um, Pokemon Unite. And um, they actually maintain another YouTube channel that is not dog-related, that is exclusively devoted to streaming uh, a lot of Pokemon Unite that actually seems to get a little more attention than the dog content. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what do you guys think? I mean, you know, we, we've talked about furries and the moral panic around that in, in America with the they're, they're putting litter boxes in the schools. I just kind of got to wonder if this is going to fuel more of that kind of talk, if it goes more mainstream, if people in government are going to start pointing to it. What do you guys think? Well, for uh, for me, it's it's fascinating. I went down a rabbit hole on that YouTube channel for quite a while watching videos, and that's why I think it was mildly disturbing only when thinking about how uncomfortable I imagine this person is in the costume as I figured out that, oh, those are in order for him to be in those dimensions, he would have to be on his knees as they're making videos titled, you know, taking Toko for a walk or so, or going mm-hmm. for a walk. And Toko's attempting to walk on concrete with, again, front hands seem to be very, like, fine, but then the back legs are just somebody's knees being jammed into concrete as they're attempting to walk in the dog suit. Um, and very slowly, might I add, because, Painfully. again... It's painful, I think. Yeah, it's like, uh, it reminds me of uh, Shrek the Musical. If you guys haven't seen that, it's <laughs> it's wonderful. Just to show my music theater. Well, the, the one stuff. character, this yeah. little sh- the short guy, what's his name? The, the Lord or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The actor. Uh, Farquaad. Yeah, Farquaad. Uh, the actor so does a thing. Yep. The only way they could do that live action is to have the guy moving on his knees, but he is covered in a cape. So you don't see the calves and the, you know, the mm-hmm. metatarsals and whatever, but the, um, sorry, feet. But the, um, the thing is with, with Toko here, um, and it, it does sound like this individual wants to be identified as Toko, uh, with Toko, like the, the thing that I think is, is continuing our run of good news is that I heard, and Noel, Matt, maybe you guys can confirm this. I heard that recently Toko had a grand debut, it's being called, toward the end of July on a German TV station. Uh, and in this, Toko was not shamed uh, nor mocked by humans. They were just, you know, they're a very curious species, so they were just staring. Uh, but dogs, more importantly, weren't mad about it. Dogs were like, oh, you're interesting. You maybe don't walk quite the same, but Toko passed the rough collie test. And and I I, I don't know, man. Like to your point, um, to your point, yes, there will be cyclical moral panics about anyone who lives a life or has an identity that doesn't quite jibe with the status quo, especially in a culture like Japan where the nail that sticks out shall be hammered down. But live your truth. 
Yeah, you know man. what I mean? If you've got an extra $14,000 and you want it's to do 22, something. Twenty-two thousand, whatever it is, U.S. That's right. You yeah. and you've just got it, and you want to do something for you, man. As long as everyone else is going to be okay, you know, with you spending that money, then let's do it. It's kind of interesting. There's a the company behind the suit is called Zepet or Zepet, and they it's nothing to do with pets. It's <laughs> a coincidence, unrelated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make they make like animatronic kind of things, digital modeling, robotics, uh, things for movies, you know, and TV shoots, like all kinds of masks and set pieces and, and crazy costumes. And uh, if you go on their site, though, there are a handful of very elaborate furry costumes that they have made mm-hmm. that are listed as uh, custom made for personal order. <laughs> so um, you got to wonder if there's a flap somewhere. OK, we don't have to oh. go there. We don't have to go there. Don't I mean, have it's, to a go good, there. it's a good question, though. So maybe our fellow conspiracy realist uh, can illuminate that for us. I, I just think, you know, the thing is, Toko isn't hurting anyone, right, no. Joel? Toko's not a guard just, dog. Just their knees. <laughs> just Toko is hurting no one. Um, they, they they talk as well about the production cycle. The thing took forty days to make. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like really crazy amounts of of, of uh, labor and, and creativity go into this. Uh, I imagine that they helped. They designed it for Toko with some specifications. It was funny. That there's a there's a there's a quote from him saying at one point that the the people from the company did inform me that uh, this may be difficult as the um, makeup of the of a of a collie skeleton differs wildly from that of a human. Um, <laughs> and you know this wolf costume mm-hmm. that I'm looking at is meant to be standing upright. The kicker here, and the thing that makes this whole thing that uncanny valley vibe is the fact that it looks like a lumbering like dog. and if for a minute you you didn't know you would be fooled. Then you might be like, wait, it's moving a little wonky. Is it like a robot? What's going on here? And it would not immediately be clear. To anybody. Um, and, you know, I mean, you could call this a fetish. You could call this perhaps there's some some kind of uh, sexual gratification involved. We know about certainly individuals that like to be dominated and put on leashes. And, and the idea of becoming a dog perhaps can be tied into that. I, the, this is not something that Toko has said. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze this person. I'm saying it's certainly part of what we think of when it comes to, like, you know, even like the Iggy Pop song, I Want to Be Your Dog, you know, that's meant to be kind of an S&M type song. Um, so who knows? And obviously this stuff is very big in Japan. Um, but I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And and to your point, Ben, Toko is hurting no one. Um, seems to be just a matter of not wanting to blow up their spot and and have people talking to him about it all the time. And I think it's cool to be able to remain anonymous, you know? Uh, I was bummed when we found out who Daft Punk were. I think they maybe always knew who they were, but still, I like the idea of anonymity in in pop culture and stuff. And it's so rare these days because everyone is just too oversharing. So that's that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to add. It's it's. I think it's awesome, and it's because it is creepy. There are things about these videos that are a little okay, but all in all, I think it's just great. Well, wait before we go to Abby. Yeah. No, I got a question for you. Uh, for for everybody, uh, were you to become a Therian trope, you know, like a skinwalker, where you to be able to transform into an animal. Our friend across the Pacific made their choice. They would transform into a rough collie. Do you guys have animals that you would want to be able to change into? Oh, that's you know, great. All I'm going to say is, 
you might think that, but then what if all of a sudden you were transformed into that animal and it just didn't feel the way you thought it would feel at all. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of went insane immediately where <sighs> you just couldn't cope with it. That terrifies me. I was going to say flying squirrel. Is that they've got the best of both worlds. They can scatter, scamper around, up and down the trees, willy-nilly, mm. and they sugar glider, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I think, but then all of a sudden, you're one of those. Does your brain then become just like that? Like, is, is it a hybrid? I don't know. Matt, what do you In what, this case, I think it's more, what kind of costume would you want Zapet to design for you to make you look like a human version of a flying squirrel? Oh, um, you're not doing skin changing? Oh, okay. We're doing, we're doing full skin changes? Okay, cool. I just want That's where I was going with it. Yeah. Okay, can we point out, I just had yeah. to say this out loud because it's sure. been replaying in my mind since it happened. Ben, you were trying to come up with a word for feet and you said metatarsals. <laughs> <laughs> and you just did it so casually. It was good. <laughs> it was fun, at, fun, at, fun at parties. <laughs> They're the bones of the foot. I know. Sure. <laughs> I know just that. thought it was great. <laughs> like, you know, cat it was, abs it or was metatarsals, effortless. feet. I'm Stop sorry. Stop trying feet. to change the subject, <laughs> Matt. What animal will you become? Wait, can you already change your skin? Matt, what animal are you, man, when you're not on the show? I'm a squeed. <laughs> no wonder you're so smart. I promise no longer to eat your brethren. Yes, yes. I love the way you pronounce that too. Man, we're just we're on fire today, y'all. Uh let's take a break, man. Let's take that break and uh have a word from our sponsor and then come back with one more piece of strange news. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over six million active hourly workers. Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. And we have returned, fellow conspiracy realists. Okay, so there is a place uh, over in California that is now becoming a hotbed of intelligence speculation. Have you ever heard of a group called Flannery Associates LLC? Yes. I have not. When I saw this story, I thought it had something to do with Flannery O'Connor. Me too, man. I was hoping. Okay. I was hoping. Um, a severely underrated author, uh, even though uh, she is canonical. This group, Flannery O'Connor, for a while, has been buying no, up. No, you said, no, you said no, this <laughs> no, keep it, keep it. That's how close the association is. Okay. So okay. nothing to do with Flannery O'Connor, <laughs> just like Zepit in Japan have nothing to do with pets. Uh, Flannery Associates, Limited Liability Corporation, has been quietly buying up thousands and thousands of acres of farmland in Solano County. Solano County, for those of us playing along at home, is associated with Travis Air Force Base the for the USAF. The thing is, okay, LLCs buy land all the time. Corporations, uh, business entities, investment entities, they buy up commercial and residential land all the time in the United States, such that it's becoming a huge problem. For anybody under 40 who wants to one day buy a house, Atlanta is ground zero uh, for some, frankly, predatory actions by groups like BlackRock. Flannery Associates currently has 55,000 acres of dry farmland adjacent to Travis Air Force Base, not just adjacent, but sort of turning it into a peninsula. They bought up like three sides of what? land bordering this Air Force base. Uh, the purchases started in 2018. They're continuing as we record today. Uh, that's at least $800 million as of July 30th. So like just a few days ago as we record. And here's the kicker. If you ask the local authorities, hey, who is Flannery Associates? The one thing they can tell you with some degree of certitude is that it's probably nothing to do with Flannery O'Connor. Common misconception, they would say. Uh, the thing they cannot tell you is essentially everything else. They have no idea who owns it. I did a little bit of digging. I've got some like half-assed answers, frankly, but they're not answers to my satisfaction. If you ask the federal officials who, you know, if you ask the U.S. Air Force and so on, then their public statement is that they don't know. Everyone what? is collectively shrugging. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it too early to just go over ideas of why you would buy 
Let's land go. around the Air Force Base. Also, the only thing we need to set up for that is that they threatened uh, individual landholders and are taking them to court. Flannery is taking these folks to court uh, with the contention being that these individual farmers or farmland owners are illegally preventing them from buying more stuff. Wait, what? So, the, but they're not, there's no eminent domaining going on. They're buying land that was for sale? Yeah. Yeah. If there was a willing seller for it. Okay. This is all, this is so weird to me. What do you think? What do you think? Okay. What's I've got guess? some ideas. The first one that came okay. to mind before I understood the scope and really understood where Solano County is, uh, the west of Sacramento and everything. Mm-hmm. My first thought was uh, spying on a military base because you could you could just set up anything, any sensors to look up in the sky, basically, and see, and see any aircraft that lands or takes off from that base, right? You could, theoretically. Mm-hmm. But you could do that without buying land, I think, or buying one small piece of land. So that doesn't make yeah. any sense. What about stuff that's underneath the surface of the land? Mm, mineral rights, water, water, things like that. Yeah. I mean, um, both the Chinese and the Saudi Arabian governments have been making agricultural deals, which do essentially divest the United States of water. Whoa. I mean, if you think about it. Oh, okay. Well, well let's continue. Because that's, that's what I was thinking, too. No, you got one? You got a guess? Does that sound off base or are you thinking? No, I think it's, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just, I'm just kind of playing along at home. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear, hear more. <laughs> All right. So, so do a little digging and you will find that Flannery Associates LLC is a branch of a place called, in a burst of creativity, Flannery Associates LLC out of Delaware. Uh, Delaware. <laughs> we're in Delaware. We're in Delaware. Uh, the, Which turns out is a magical place <laughs> when it comes to at least tax havens and mm-hmm. shady dealings. Yeah, I mean, I feel you, man. Maybe I was profiling a little as well, but as soon as I saw Delaware, I thought, okay, corporate governance, a little more friendly in, in that state. Uh, so what we find is that Flannery Associates has a fixer, uh, an attorney out of D.C. who refuses to divulge what this land will be used for, what the purpose of it is, and ultimately also refuses to uh, divulge the entire, the identities, basically, behind the shell. Uh, Flannery Associates did reply to, I think, a Department of Agriculture request for more information. And when they replied, they said something like, look, 97% of our capital is based in the U.S. Uh, there is, they said something slippery. They said there is uh, no, he didn't even say foreign entity, I think. They just said uh, 97% is U.S. based, which is a lot like answering a question. Yeah, it's real similar. Real, it's, real similar. From far enough away, it looks like answering the question. <laughs> so uh, the the mystery continues Officials don't know. People contacted Congress about this, House representatives, senators, etc. And no one is sure what's happening. We do know some existing laws and we do know some existing public facts. 
that have already been out there uh, before this company formed. Oh, also this LLC, pretty young. Stuff they don't want you to know, not just as a show, but as a podcast, is older than Flannery Associates LLC. It incorporated in 2018, and it's just been blowing up. Uh, So we know that the offers Flannery has been giving people in this area near Travis Air Force Base are way above asking price, way above what you would expect for this raw agricultural land or dry farmland, as they would call it. We also know that this agricultural land has restrictions on its use in Solano County, meaning that if you buy this stuff, you can't immediately build, you know, a string of those live, laugh, love, mixed use condo developments or whatever. That's nice. Yeah. Well, there's that, sure. But this is a mystery that continues. And right now, the thing that is maybe... It's understandable, but I don't know how helpful it is. Uh, When you do see reporting on this, you'll often see people raising the flag of xenophobia, S-I-N-O, phobia, uh, meaning uh, anti-Chinese sentiment. And they'll say, oh, rabble, 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 the Chinese are taking over this Air Force base and stuff like that. Not necessarily the case. There's been no provable evidence of that. Um, but I have a guess on the mystery, if you guys want to hear it. Is it the government itself? Well, well did, did you mention that the, the some federal officials have told news stations that they are, quote, highly skeptical about this company's intents? Yes. Yeah. Uh, as reported in, the, um, in Politico and The Hill, uh, when congressional folks have been asked about this, Representative John Garamendi's uh, district includes the base is one of the people who who says similar things. Like, why is this secretive organization buying up all the land? I love that you bring this up, Noel, because it sounds like, at least publicly, the folks we pay to represent us in U.S. government are just as clueless and they think something's up. But how much of that is theater? How much of that is sincerity? What do you think? Theater of the mind, man. <laughs> All theater is theater of the mind, right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, so, okay, <laughs> there's, a, there's another thing. Sacramento sees a ton of air traffic. It's known across the world. It's home to some critical military ops. It's also currently deeply involved in the effort to transport stuff into Poland for the ongoing war in Ukraine, which makes some other folks say, hey, maybe this is a Russian operation. I want to go back to your question, Matt. Is it Uncle Sam not knowing what its left hand is doing when it, when people ask the right hand something? They couldn't get know. a budget to expand the Air Force <laughs> base. So they're like, uh-huh. fine, we'll use our black budget and we'll just buy all the land and then we'll start moving stuff onto it. And we'll be like, oh, we're associated with Flannery Associates now. No, I'm just joking. I have no idea. But that's it, that would just be a move for some reason. I don't know why, but like there's been some kind of leak. <laughs> yeah, 4D chess is just <laughs> buy all the land so nobody can bother us anymore. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Here's my going concern on this. Uh, I think it is, I have to be careful with this one. There is a strong 
what we could call non-zero likelihood that intelligence does know, U.S. intelligence does know exactly who is doing this and why. And the thing in that kind of game is if you know what someone is doing, if you know the entity that is having that is playing this three-card Monte or, or shell game of land acquisition, then what you want to do is never publicly say it. What you want to do is let them keep digging the hole, right? You want them to get more and more comfortable and be more and more acclimated, right? And to think they got away with it. And then that's an opportunity for you to feed false information. So maybe, but in both, Matt, in both your example and in the example that I'm doing, in these thoughts experiments, we are assigning a great deal of, wait for it, intelligence to these actors. One thing that is more frightening than any conspiracy in the world is, uh, as our old pal Dan Harmon said, the idea that there's no one at the wheel. What if it is? What if there's a secret organization of Flannery O'Connor stands? You know what I mean? And all they want to do is take over Travis Air Force Base so they can cosplay uh, good country people and a good man is hard to find and all the, all all those hits. Um, I think Maybe that's, that's least it. likely. Maybe, but that's the thing. Without enough information, uh, it is currently not something we can we can solidly confirm, and it's not something we can solidly deny. In fact, I would uh, I would posit this is textbook stuff they don't want you to know. We're going to keep this one short. Uh, there was a ghost divorce. We didn't get to, but the course of true love never did run smooth, as they say. Uh, there were um, there was massive chaos in Ecuador, which did not get reported uh, widely in U.S. news outside of Univision, um, which I think all of us should be watching more often. Uh, the The thing that we want to walk away with is this. We want your help, folks. If you could change into an animal. What animal would you change into? If you could put something on the moon for posterity, a creative work, what would it be? It's okay if it's a description of the animal you want to change into. And if you work with Flannery Associates, LLC, or if you have a guess or a lead to take us further down the rabbit hole happening over there in Sacramento, we want to hear from you Join us, you know, as the old proverb goes, if you want to move fast, move alone. If you want to move far, move together. So we can't wait for you to be part of the team. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, you're the most important part of the show. We try to be easy to find online. It's true. You can find us online at the Handle Conspiracy Stuff, where we exist uh, on Twitter. So I'm just going to keep calling it that. Uh, and YouTube and also Facebook. That's the one. Uh, we have our Facebook group. Here's where it gets crazy. Conspiracy Stuff shows what you will find us as on Instagram and TikTok. Hey, do you like calling people and talking with your mouth on your phone? Call 1-833-STD-WYTK. It's a voicemail system. You've got three minutes. Give us a cool nickname and let us know if we can use your message on, and voice on the air. If you don't want to do that, why not send us a good old-fashioned email? We are conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com.
Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Attention, true crime enthusiasts searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.